Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. I'm glad you joined us for this episode that I'm calling Flipped, the Aim of America's Attackers. I've been asked recently, what is happening? Why is all of this going on in America and around the world? Well, America has many attackers from the outside and from within the gates. And the goal of our attackers is to flip America from freedom to socialism, from freedom to enslavement. And the goal of all of the attackers is really very simple. Here's their method. They create or take advantage of conflict. So conflict leading to collapse of America and then control of America. Conflict, collapse, control. And I don't care which group it is, whether it's Islamic Jihadists, Chinese Communist Party, Russia, BLM, Inc., anarchists, Antifa, or globalists, they all operate on the idea of conflict, collapse, control in order to flip America into something that America has never been and those who love our country never want America to be. Have you ever heard the phrase, the Great Reset? You probably will start hearing that in the media as we approach January 2021. That's where the global elites meet in Davos, Switzerland, for the World Economic Forum, I think it's called. But these are the people that believe they know what's best for you and for me and for every country in the world. I believe that they're using the pandemic, although I understand that the the virus is real, people have gotten sick, some have died, I get it, but they're using the whole pandemic idea of fear basically to make the world more controllable. That's my honest opinion. Did you know at the end of August 2020, and as I record this, it would have been, I believe, last weekend or the weekend prior, that the CDC updated their website to reflect the fact that only 6% of the so-called COVID deaths Uh, which I think at this time is about 180,000 in the United States, that only 6% of those 180,000 deaths actually were related to COVID as the only cause. They admitted in a very quiet update without very much fanfare at all, and if you haven't heard this through the mainstream media, I'm not shocked because they're not going to tell you this. You have to listen to all to alternative sources of news and read alternative news to really get the full story. But this was right on the CDC website. They said that 94% of those 180,000 Americans who had died not only had COVID in their system, but they had, as I remember, I think it was two or more life-threatening illnesses, and the vast majority of those people were very elderly. And if you think about it, the vast majority of the deaths were in New York City and Washington State. I mean, come on. But clearly, the pandemic idea is being used, I think, 
to create a more controllable world. Now, what you need to know about the Great Reset is the, the aim of the global elites is to just basically restructure the world politically and especially economically, redistribute the wealth and all of that kind of stuff, and basically have global government. Uh, you know, if you're good with that, then you'll love uh, the meeting in January 2021 in Davos, Switzerland. Now, I'm not saying that's the end of the world. I'm just saying they're meeting again to discuss this whole idea of the Great Reset. So I just want you to remember that this is their idea and their goal. But they have a problem, and its name is America. <laughs> America is the problem here. America must be flipped to regressive socialism in order to then be flipped into globalism, global government. You see, to the global elites and many at the heads of government around the world, and sad to say, I think many people who lead American government in various uh, states and localities and so forth, America is the problem, but I want you to substitute the word America with the word freedom. Freedom is the problem. Freedom must be flipped. Do you see that? Let me break it down so it's even clearer to you because you may be freaking out right now, never having even thought about these things or heard these things because possibly all of your, quote, news comes through the filter of the mainstream media and you're not getting the whole story. I can tell you that for sure. So when you think about America as the problem and America must be flipped, it's really freedom is the problem and freedom must be flipped. But let me bring it on to your house. You are the problem. You must be flipped into being more controllable and going along with the flow of globalism. Now, I've heard recently also this saying, those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it, except they won't know they're repeating it until it's too late. Now think about that. Are you one of those people? Well, talk about being woke. You need to wake up and understand the flow and the direction of the world and where it's trying to take our country. But you see, America's in the way. So it must be brought down to size and be brought into line so that all of this control can come into place. Now, listen, and I say this with love in my heart and a smile on my face. If you're an idiot, you'll be the last to know, all right? So if you're listening and you're like, I don't even understand what you're talking about. This can't possibly be true. All right. That's fine. Just remember what I just said. <laughs> now, the election on November 3rd, 2020 for Patriots, uh, that's going to be election day for Patriots. So we need to show up. But uh, November 4th has been set aside for America haters so that um, they will all be able to have plenty of time to vote and all of that. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding with that. Don't take me seriously. America haters will vote a week later on Tuesday, November 10th. Just kidding, folks. Now, here's some possible scenarios 
of what's going to happen in the election. Please understand, by the way, that though we often talk in terms of Republican, Democrat, Trump, Biden, and so forth, it's way more complicated than that. But just so that I can kind of corral our thoughts so we think about the same thing here for a moment, let me give you four scenarios. Trump loses fair and square. And what I mean by that is is the results come in and there's a ginormous landslide on election day and Trump loses. Well, let me tell you, there's going to be trouble. Or let's say another scenario is Trump loses by mail-in and lost and found ballots, you know, good old-fashioned Democrat election fraud. In Chicago, they used to say, remember, vote early and often. I'm not making that up. So Trump loses by election fraud over the weeks after the election. Well, what's going to happen, Pastor Ed? Trust me on this, trouble. All right, here's another scenario. Trump wins fair and square. There's just a massive 50-state landslide in his favor on election day. Oh, Pastor Ed, what's going to happen? Trouble. Or a fourth scenario, Trump wins in a squeaker on election day, and then after that, the uh, mail-in ballots and all of that are counted, and he loses, (laughs) or he wins, it doesn't matter which. You're going to be trouble. You understand what I'm saying? We are in trouble no matter what. We are now, listen to me, we are now two completely different nations within one geographical country. Let that sink in. There's traditional Americans and there are the true believers in a righteous cause. And I would add there are true believers in a self-righteous cause because they hate traditional Americans. So that's the two countries there are. It's not racial, although there there are racial components that are played on, I understand that. But it's really not racial because there's there's black and white people on both sides, people of all races, nationalities, religions, etc. on both sides. So when you strip all of those those things away, when you get right down to it, there's traditional patriotic Americans We don't think our country has ever been perfect or is perfect now. We get up and work hard every day to make it more perfect. You know, a more perfect union, right? That's what we're working on. But we love our country and we even tolerate those who are on the other side. But the other side is increasingly filled with what I call mockingly true believers. That is a They have drank the Kool-Aid, brother, let me tell you. They only listen to their viewpoints. They say, well, don't you do the same thing? Absolutely not. I can rehearse for you in detail what the other side listens to, thinks, and believes. I know my side and I know their side. But many on the other side are true believers in a righteous cause, and they have a self-righteousness and a hatred for traditional Americans that's getting hard to put up with. That's not a good thing. Many of the people 
on the other side, especially in these, these uh, Antifa-type groups and burning down cities and social justice warriors and all of that, many of them have, and I'm saying this from a, a studied background, I've studied cults, so I don't say this lightly. Many of them have a cult mentality. It's a psychosis that's perfect for sociopaths that fill the ranks of social justice warriors and all of that. So we are in trouble. I, I say all of that just to emphasize the point that there's two completely different nations within one geographical country. I listened over the last couple of weeks to a fascinating podcast that I've subscribed to. And this is not somebody that would probably agree with me on a lot of things, you know, maybe some things, but we would probably disagree on many things important to both of us. But it is a former Occupy Wall Street street guy, a protester. I mean, he was, he was down for the struggle, man, in Occupy Wall Street. But he started thinking, which is a dangerous thing within their ranks, he started thinking, instead of emoting, being emotional, he started thinking and analyzing what he was being told and what he saw and what happened. And he has a podcast. It's the Tim IRL podcast. I think his name is Tim Poole. I think I have that right. But if you look it up on YouTube, it's one of the most listened to podcasts going now. Now, listen, if, if you're a Bible-believing Christian, it's, it's not a Christian podcast, okay? But it's okay for you to listen to it so that you can understand what's going on. And this former Occupy Wall Street podcaster had this to say in uh, the, one of the most recent episodes that I heard. He was talking about the Antifa types, the BLM types, uh, BLM Inc. I'm not talking about people who, who are good citizens and they, they sincerely protest injustice. I get that. I get it. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people killing people and burning down businesses and the whole nine yards. They are professional problem makers. He, he spoke of the fact that many of these people are just screamers in your face, 100% angry all the time, that you can't even talk to them at all without being screamed at. And he started thinking about this and he said it's like they needed a father that apparently they didn't have to tell them no. That's what fathers are good for, right? <laughs> Mostly, these are white, wealthy college girls in their pajama boy puppets who are always angry, always screaming, you're never right, shut up, don't talk to me, and all of that kind of nonsense. They're nuts. They're completely nuts. This is not the America that was the country that we grew up in, you and I. It's not. You know, and we laugh at it, but I want you to think about something. It's the same psychological mindset of the street soldiers in the French Revolution, in, in the Russian Revolution among the Reds, which 
which flipped the monarchy to communism. Well, first to a, uh, another government and then to communism. It's the same as the Stalin revolution in the Soviet Union. It's the same mindset of the Nazi brown shirts that terrorized German cities before Hitler finally took over and eventually made up the ranks of the SS and the death camps. It's the same mindset of Chairman Mao's Chinese Communist Party that overtook China and made it red China and ruled mercilessly and still does. It's the same as the street soldiers and actual soldiers of Castro's Cuban Revolution. It's the same mindset of the Islamic jihadists, of Pol Pot's Khmer Rouge, where the young people were whipped into a frenzy to kill anyone who wore glasses or was a teacher or in the government or was a doctor or was anything because they were enemies of the state. The same people that flipped Venezuela. Think about that. They are programmed to steal, kill, and destroy, just like Jesus said Satan does. That's what Satan does. And he has a lot of people working for him right now. I believe we're in a very dangerous place within our country. And here's the thing that baffles me sometimes. Eventually, these people, if they're not stopped, if they're not stopped, they will also destroy their wealthy, regressive political benefactors, but their benefactors are too clueless to realize that. That includes people at the top of sports, of government, CEOs of Fortune 50, 100, and 500 corporations, the heads of universities, etc. If this movement is not stopped, eventually they will destroy those people too. Now, I did a little research, so you won't have to, but if you'd like to, I encourage you to do that. Prove me wrong. I read about bleeding Kansas. Bleeding Kansas? What is that, Pastor Ed? Well, you heard about it in high school, but it was presenting in such a, presented in such a boring way that you just tuned it out like I did. And I love history, but uh, this one I probably didn't pay attention in. Bleeding Kansas, that's the territory that, uh, that became the state of Kansas, all right? Prior to the American Civil War, there was a raging shooting war, a literal, actual war in Kansas between people who thought it should be uh, brought into the Union as a slave state and people who said it should not be brought into the Union as a slave state. So they not only screamed at each other first, they began to literally kill each other bringing in armies from each side to shoot it out. And you know what that shooting war was followed by? A shooting war, all capital letters, called the Civil War, where I believe it was 600,000 people perished in the Civil War. 
the South was destroyed and it took almost a century for the South to recover. And the North didn't fare that well either with all of the death and destruction that happened because of the Civil War. You know where we are right now in America? We are, we're right back again at Bleeding Kansas. People from both sides have died in these so-called protests in the large cities on the, the West Coast and New York and Washington and Minnesota and Chicago and all of that. On both sides. And even innocent people who weren't involved in any of that, who may have felt one way or the other, even they have been being killed. We are already in a shooting war and let's pray and work that it not become the shooting war like the American Civil War became because that's going to be bad. That's not where we need to go. Do I see a hope? that The only hope for America is Jesus Christ. And he hasn't come to take sides. He's come to take over. And you need him in your life so that you're not drawn up into all of this. Well, Again, as I mentioned, the Great Reset and flipping America, it wants to use the global issues like the pandemic and racial unrest and cities burning to the ground and all of that. It wants to use uh, economic collapse and everything to dismantle and eliminate America as we know it and really to eliminate freedom so that we might obey the regressive socialist tyranny of globalist government by the elites. Now, do you know what comes after soft tyranny like we see in states today that are still going on and on with this lockdown? And by the way, if you're listening in one of the lockdown states like California, uh, Michigan, Oregon, Washington, New York, I know you think I'm making this up, but outside of your state, life is going on as normal, almost. Not quite, but businesses are open, restaurants are open, sporting events are happening, churches are open. Life has moved on past this whole pandemic thing. And if you live in one of those lockdown states, I want you to remember something. If you're a citizen of the United States, you are a free man and a free woman in a free country. And those that are elected are in their position with the consent of the governed. If people are governing against the best interest of you and your state, you should use all available political means to recall them and remove them from office and put in place people who will listen to the citizens. And it can all be done politically, legally. Just get them out of office and whatever you do, don't reelect them. Because outside of your states, America has moved on. And I know if you're listening to mainstream media, you think the entire country is locked down, people are dying in the streets. It's not happening. It isn't happening. And I may be the only one you're hearing this from, but I'm telling you the truth. But do you know what comes after a soft tyranny like that? Brutal dictatorship. All you have to do is know a little bit of history to know that. 
Now, the problem is when you've got all these real, actual, or manufactured crises, eventually people get weary and they begin to demand peace and safety. And that leads the world right into the trap. Now, guess what? In the Bible, this happens to be addressed. You know, many of you who make fun of that book and it's not relevant and it's not true and whatever, listen to this. This is in a book called 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm going to read uh, 10 verses. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all children of the light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. And they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. You know, the early Christians faced some of the same fears. And we see here that at near the end of time, before the return of Christ, the cry of the world will be for peace and safety, that they can't take it anymore. And that's when tyranny steps in. Now, that happens in general in politics in the world throughout history, but there's coming a day where there will be a global leader that we often refer to as the Antichrist, and it's been prophesied for thousands of years that at the end of days this would happen right before the return of Christ. Now, we see in this passage that Christ takes his church home in what is called the rapture of the church. And then this, this globalism, this global government led by the Antichrist seizes total control. And it is his government that Christ later returns in the second coming to destroy and take over on planet Earth. Now, I do not have time to go into all of that. What is the rapture? Who is the Antichrist? And all of that. But I do want to point this out, that this is alluded to right here in the Bible, and we are flying down the freeway toward global tyranny. Think about what I'm saying. Now, if you're a Christian, you take comfort in the fact that any day the Lord could take his church home, or you could be going about your daily task, and it may be your day to go home through death. Either way, you're with the Lord, boom, immediately can't wait. If we could get up a bus load, I'd get one this afternoon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being with the Lord and being in heaven. 
Every day that goes by, there's less and less in this world that I want to stick around for. I see where it's going. But while I'm here, I serve the Lord. When I go is entirely up to him. Amen. Whether I die a natural death, uh, I'm killed by Antifa, or the Lord takes me home in the rapture, either way, no matter what happens, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But I want to draw on the idea that the global elites are trying to put together a global government that does not include Christians. It doesn't include Jesus Christ at all. I mean, they don't want any of that. What happens when the rapture of the church occurs, and we can discuss when that might be relating to the tribulation and the return of Christ and all of that. I have my views from the Bible. We could discuss that, but let's just say at this time, whenever that is, what is going to happen when all of the believers in Christ are instantly removed from this world? I think complete collapse. Because through us and trying to be salt and light, through us, the Lord is what holds this world together. And when he takes his hand off of things, it's going to fly to pieces. And it's going to globalism. I want you to remember what Benjamin Franklin said. Let me give you two quotes. People mock him today. They hate him. They despise him. Well, they're idiots. All right. Bottom line. Benjamin Franklin said this, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Wow. One more quote by Benjamin Franklin. Whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. Boom. Listen, if your mind is spinning right now, like I've never heard any of this. What are you talking about? I'm upset. You're crazy, whatever. Listen, I urge you to take some more time and listen to some of my previous podcast series and episodes. And I'm going to give you four where I go into extensive detail documentation research to show you things you may not understand right now. The number one series I would have you listen to is the episodes in Future Trends. Future Trends. The second is a series called The Great Rapture Debate. The Great Rapture Debate. Well, I don't even know what that is, Pastor Ed. You will after you get listen, uh, done listening to that. Absolutely. Here's another one. This is a standalone message. Played the old world order rising. That one will blow your mind. And here's another one. This, this one's loaded with information that will just leave your mouth hanging open. 2040. China's new long march to global tyranny. So I challenge you, don't don't just take what I'm saying for granted. Listen to more of it. Do some research. Do your own reading. Listen to other sources. 
and begin to understand what's going on and why it's happening. And as a student of Bible prophecy, although it's, it's amazing to watch it unfold, I'm not surprised by what I'm seeing. I've always known that something like these things would happen to lead to the return of Christ. Now, maybe you're rattled right now and you need help right now. Call this number, 888-537-8720. 888-537-8720. Call that number and you can get spiritual help to answer your spiritual questions. Someone on that number will actually be able to help you come into the kingdom of God by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your risen Savior and Lord. For others of you, you will receive the help you need to grow in your Christian walk and be a witness in these last days. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Please tell other people about it. They can find it the easiest way Just search for dredhill.podbean.com. It'll take them right to This Week in the Word. dredhill.podbean.com. Thanks for listening, and God bless you richly this week is my prayer for you. Thank you. Bye-bye.